You could tell a man about a distance travel. I'm a seeker of knowledge. I'm always, I'm a nerd. I always want to learn. And whenever you stop learning, you stop growing. And when you stop growing, you die. What up, what up, guys? It's your boy, Alu. Your, your boy, Ron. And we're the Amateur Builders. Welcome back to episode two of season two. Um, last week's episode got a lot of really good feedback. And it was just very reassuring. I think it's definitely the right path that we wanted to go, right? Um, so today's episode, we're going to be continuing the mindset series. So we're just going to go a little bit more uh, in depth about that. So we're just going to talk about the brainstorming idea process that we both utilize, um, our creativity, how we go about thinking about new ideas and inspiration. and inspiration, those kind of things. But before we jump into that, I think Ron has like some couple of those things you want to talk about. Yeah, so just some quick items. So we basically started like I said, gonna be more engaged in this new season. So we I created a Gumroad landing page and it's gonna be for where me and Alu will just like have deliverables for you. That'll so what's be, Gumroad for those who don't know what it um, is? So Gumroad is basically like a Shopify for digital creators. So anyone that's creating content can sell uh, on Gumroad. So Gumroad, don't know the whole background, but it's basically just for that it's a platform for creators in the digital economy and you can even license software on Gumroad. You can like license music and sell you sell music on it. So it's like definitely just for creators. So people who wanna like get some of the resources that we're gonna be delivering, yeah, should be go to Gumroad, right? Gumroad, yeah, and every hour this in our podcast description we'll have like a link to that and YouTube that we'll be willing to um, it's gonna be free for now, so nothing like crazy. If we have to do, honestly, if you have to do crazy work, we're gonna like have to charge because if it's like too much, then it's definitely gonna be a price. I think it's mostly about the, the value of it, so. Yeah, but if it's like more than like five hours I'm putting into this, <laughs> you gotta get paid. I mean, well, for the amateur builders to grow, it'll be for that reason, so. But that's one, and then um, we also create an Amazon affiliate uh, account. So like most of the books, we're gonna start like talking about books, and not like every episode, but like we're gonna try and make it like kind of consistent. Yeah, I think there's gonna be a lot of because I read a lot, and I think and Ron is also is an avid reader. So there's been a lot of great books that we've learned throughout our journey, and I think that it's important for us to bring down the podcast. Yeah. Share that with you guys. Honestly, thinking about it now, like he just said it, it's like some of them actually did give me inspiration, to be honest with you. And one of them is on here, I'm looking at it now. And uh, yeah, so we're gonna just have that and just, you know, please click on our links so that we could help grow amateur builders and like, we need all of that. Yeah, <laughs> and we're not trying to like, go back to Alu, we're trying to like, just bring value, not really trying to charge you guys. Yeah. So it's like, if we could have all alternative ways to get paid and get income as early as possible, that would, that would be great. So just those two uh, updates. All right, cool. So let's jump straight into it then. How do you come up with a new idea or how do you get inspired to start building new things? Um, building off of just what I recently said about books, I wanna um, talk about one book. It's not here, uh, we're gonna talk about these two as well. Mm -hmm. But um, for the most part, it's like, I think in like hierarchies, like I think in like visuals and like big, like visionary goals. So I like to think that like 
I, I like to think in that way, to be honest. Okay. So like sometimes I might have something grand, like grand, be like grand, I don't think you say that grandiose, like yeah, yeah, something huge, and then I'll be like, I'll think back from that, and that's how I start, and it's like, I'll then from there, I'll just go and ask people like, what do they think about this? So it's just thoughts like it's not really necessarily something I have, it's something when I'm not doing nothing, you know, when I'm not like thinking too much, because I think a lot. So when you say like grandiose, do you mean like? Does it have to have like purpose driven? Does like does it have to have a purpose for you to pursue it? Or what is what is grandiose mean to you? So it's like for, for example, like Elon Musk wanted to go to Mars and want to make humans into planetary suits. That's mm -hmm. like grandiose, big ambitions. That's it's nuts. So I think about like for me, one grandiose like vision I have is like making human making humans like evolve as a species so it's like you see how certain like natural environments make uh, a species like evolve and adapt mm -hmm. to it yeah you could think about it for us in like in terms of like us on our smartphones and then becoming attached to it yeah and literally like our like physiology is like we're bending more looking down at our phone yeah i think about how like those will help like those in the next generation will you get what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. it different, but like, I wanna, my, one of the grandiose vision I have is to like make humans like evolve, like through, which is through life sciences and like uh, different uh, biological so, things that we can do. Like, so with those grandiose ideas, how do you basically structure them in a way that it starts to formulate and it makes sense to you? Well, seeing that like, those things are grand visions. I would think like, I think about capital and I'd be like, damn, I don't have that much capital. I wish I could invest in like this X company that's doing it. But I try to make it simple. Something that I could just, I could maybe just talk about it on like a website or build out some type of feature for a biology company. Like design, at least for me, like design out like an intended web app or like mobile app that I think can like transition into that. So that makes something small, like, small. So let's break it down even more. Like, so, especially when we're talking about like having grandiose ideas, mm -hmm. I think there needs to be a process. So what's like, let's say, how do you take that grandiose idea from your head and actually sort of like formulate it in a way where it kind of starts, like you start seeing the steps to how you could go about achieving that. So how do you go about doing that? write it down to be honest with you I generalize it and I think I recently actually read on the last episode I actually talked about you know I explained the book Thriving on Hope Road and I reread it I'm still rereading it again and then I see like which makes sense now I'm thinking about it it's like um, yeah. Jeff Bezos he always told his executives to write a six page memo because it forces them to think and then Warren Buffett says when he when he likes thinking a lot, you know, he just writes it down. And if it makes sense, he continues to write. And like, okay, look, this is making sense. Yeah. Because when you put thoughts to paper, mm -hmm. that makes like your, your logical brain kicks in and you're like, shit don't make sense. 
-hmm. Like, so now I'm just like, when I write down my goals, I'm tending to be more realistic. Like, fuck, like, I'm this age, I'm paying this much, like, and I'm forcing myself to now, like, visualize it. And if I can't do it, like, or if I think it's not possible, I'll just admit it's not possible right now. Mm -hmm. But I could, I could still do those small features and things and see what happens. So you, so you say journaling is like journaling, crucial writing. So lost craft. All right. So at least on my end, the way I tend to go about <clears throat> looking at or brainstorming new ideas is based off like the environment that I'm in, or at times like I take myself out of that environment and look at certain things that I would like to have in those environments. So for example. Right now, I'm um, thinking about building some sort of um, application for people who's um, who don't have access to who have who have an overload of. For right now, so let me just slow it down. Yeah. So <clears throat> currently, right now, the way that a lot of um, African parents tend to get their news is through TV, and sometimes. They don't get the overall view of like what's happening in the African continent. You just get like pieces of what's happening in their specific countries. Mm -hmm. So what I was thinking was creating some sort of newsletter or some sort of like platform where they can be able to gain a whole bunch of variation of different things that's happening around the continent and give them a broader perspective of like what's actually going on. Right? And just like having that limited scope. You know what I mean? So when I say that, it's like I try to identify certain things that I think would bring value to people. So when I tend to like build certain things, it's out of like, I think about the reason as why, why am I building this? Why is this important? So it's like everything that I try to build is like, yeah, it has a purpose in it. So when I try to build ideas, it's like, I think more about like, what's the outcome of this? What is this idea or what if, what is this? product that I want to build, what's the outcome that it's going to have on people, how is it going to affect society, how is it going to affect the world, this kind of thing, that's, that's like the way I process ideas and that's the way I look at things, you know? So, let me ask you that, let me ask a little bit more in depth question then, so what has been, or like give me an example that has been like an idea that is just like, let's say you wrote it out or you did everything that's like, whatever, like that makes you inspired and strategically want to get you there what is that idea and like is it still like present in you that's like nah, i gotta do this for how we this earth like i gotta do that like i gotta try and um it's like a burning desire yeah it's just one i i don't i think it's bigger than this idea i think it's like it's like a prophecy or some shit like that mm -hmm. it's like I want to like, so right now, especially like, I want to start with West African countries first. I want to be able to create, I want to turn like the West African countries into like a, a technic, like a, a technically evolved sort of like place. Cause right now we're in a, in a space where there's not really that much in Africa, in West Africa or Africa in general, but like we're not really technically sound. So I want to like be able to be a pioneer in that. I want to go back home and actually build schools to teach people. I want to be like pioneering like the technical, the technical 
sort of like development of like the West African countries and Africa in general. So that's like a burning desire. I don't know exactly what that looks like right now. That's something that I gotta do for sure. I mean, it's up. So like you wanna one day rewrite history. You wanna be the one who's like in the history books. Like you came, you like developed Africa, and you like here make this what it is now. So, what are some creative hacks that you learned to get your juices from? Um, I just like, uh, I feel like I walk. I take walks, like long walks. Mm-hmm. And I actually do like some, <laughs> it's funny because like, I don't really like, it, it come, ideas come to me. Yeah. And I get inspired when I'm not trying to think like, I really do it. It's, that's why I go on walks. I have fun. I experience different things. And I just try and learn as much, which is through books, yeah. through videos, like watching on YouTube. And, and sometimes it's like abstract things like that I might just see out in the world, which is why I go through those different experiences. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, and I listen to people and I try and understand their problems. And for the most part, it's when I have my own personal problems yeah. with like a product or service. And then I'm just like really frustrated. Like, I don't know if you dealt with airlines and stuff. And you're like, oh, like, gotta be a better way for this or something. And then those are usually the moments, like going back to having those experiences, it makes you like, this is something really like I'm annoyed by. For me, I can design out a solution, which is either an app or website, but creativity just, it just comes from like a myriad of things, from frustration, experiences, and um, when I'm not thinking too much, like I'm really just- So you would say like, going on walks, allow you to like, let your creativity flow? That's me to decompress, mm-hmm. and then like, takes away like all the thoughts that's uh, too much like it's too uh bundled and i think like just releasing and like going out like from work like taking, home, a home, taking a break helps to feel kind juice back up like okay like i don't know i just walk for like 30 minutes mm-hmm. going back home and I'm like oh yeah it's like something yeah i'm thinking like I agree, I feel like to me it's more about like finding something else that I'm passionate about. So I tend to find things where um, I could release that energy elsewhere. So find areas where I could be creative in a different sense. So I don't really have to use certain parts of my brain that I would would usually use to be creative. For example, if I'm building or designing certain products, you have to use certain sides of your brain to utilize and create those things. But if I'm climbing or rock climbing or something like that, I'm using different parts of my brain, so it allows me to take a break from that, but still allows me to decompress in a way. And I'm still being I'm still being able to I guess be passionate about certain things. So I think finding different things to be passionate about allows me to take a break from the thing that I'm building 
and just allow them to get that juice and recharge back up. But think about it like left brain, right brain. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. That's probably why I like to have different experiences. Like if I go to, I don't know, like if I'm driving and I go to a different country, I see just the culture, and I'm just like, this is like cool. I could kind of like bring this back to America. Like, I see a service, I see a product. Like, I, I like that. I could bring this back to America. Like, you know, I'm using my brain for something, some type of activity. And they let go of all those things and focus on what I'm doing. And then when I come back to like regular mundane life, and it's like, this idea is like, just popped up to me. Yeah. Always happens. And I also think like when you go about like to even get new ideas, I think you need to be able to expose yourself to different things. So exposure is one of the biggest things I think that you need to do if you want to come up with new ideas. You can't just stay in your comfort zone. So you need to be able to wander out, try to look for different things and different areas, different environments, different skills to be able to get exposed to different things so it allows you to create and be you know, more creative in that aspect. Yeah, and like, if you're like an avid reader, sometimes read different genres. Yeah. Don't just stick to like business books, just read science fiction, read fiction, look at different shows. If you're a technology, like you like technology, like we do, sometimes read like philosophy. Just see how Aristotle and all these other philosophers thought. And like a whole myriad of things just just, just be on your reading palette, like because that inspires you and that gives you creativity because you wouldn't think like all right, so say you read an art book or something like that. Or like you read a science book and you're not really into science or something like that. But you're like, no, nah, this topic would seem cool. But you see some type of like system in the way like maybe in science is like biology. You see how like plants, because I'm looking at a plant right now. You see plants like have photosynthesis or something and you're like, wait, this kind of makes like your mind connects something to another thing. Let's say you're in like you're an engineer and you're like, wait, photosynthesis through this type of process. Like, oh shit, I can create like a function for this and that like, could probably solve this problem that I'm thinking that yeah. was like supposed to be solved in this app that I'm building. You know, it gets you to think about different ways in which you can use yeah, I agree. another topic. It's branching it. That goes into sorry if I didn't mention the thing. Which is literally it it's mind mapping. But that's one other thing that I'm learning right now to actually use this mind map something. A central idea, different branches, this creating a network of different nodes and it connects ideas to each other. Yeah, definitely. But let's talk about this book now. It's called The Opportunity Analysis Canvas by Dr. James B. Green. Mm -hmm. And he basically just talked about tools for identifying and analyzing entrepreneurial ideas. So if you have like an idea that you want to build out and you want to like dedicate your time to, you just talked about certain key aspects that you need to understand. So some of the things I talk about is like industry competition, industry condition, I mean, uh, competition, how to identify an opportunity, um, the industry status, just having that entrepreneurial mindset and those kind of things that you actually need to be able to succeed as an entrepreneur. And I think that it's a really, great book that everybody should check out. Um, 
last year, it actually allowed me to validate my own idea. Um, so if you guys don't know, we have a product called Interview Master, and we're still in the midst of building that out. But when I was reading the book, it gave me a new outlook on what I was actually building. It actually allowed me to ask myself some difficult questions. And I think it made the product a lot better. So I would definitely recommend this book for anybody who hasn't read it yet. Okay. And what about the other book? Still Like an Artist by Austin Kleon. We actually talked about this a little bit on the last episode. And this book is very important in my opinion. Because it's like, it's common sense things that I feel like everybody knows, but we just don't apply it. And he just, I guess, not reassures you, but he just like confirms that all oh, those things that you already know, you should just apply it and just see how it goes. And in this book, he just talks about how like, what, what does autistic mean to you? Like, what is really art? And he talks about like how, how everybody who's truly great at art, they started from looking at somebody who's good and then not copying, but, but getting inspired from that person. And then identifying who that person got inspired from and creating a whole network of those sort of people and learning from them. And I think when people, a lot of people tend to struggle with like being creative and knowing what art is, I think this book is like a really great start because it just allows you to like overcome, over, like, overcome that, that block. Okay. I think it's a must be for like people who are like constantly going through like, oh I don't know where to start, I don't know like I don't know how to be creative. I think sometimes it's like people tend to like overthink what creativity is. And I think that just having this book as a starting base for you like put you ahead of a lot of people. Yeah. What do you go for, like, so I, we might have already uh, talked about this, but let's just talk about it again. What do you go for inspiration, like, and who inspires you? Shit, but I just go inside so I just tend to like meditate so when I feel like I'm not truly inspired I just tend to just sometimes just sit down and just close my eyes and just go into a meditative state and just like try to identify like what's gonna inspire me and I tend to look at the things that's very important to me and it tends to be family and it tends to be like those high goals that you set and how do you get to those things? And then those kind of things sort of like start to inspire me. And at time, I think at times too is like the people who I've learned from. So like mentors or people, I wouldn't say idolize, idealize. So it's not people I idealize, but it's like people who I look up to because they achieve certain things that I want to achieve in my life. So I tend to look at them and be like, if he could do it, I could also do it. So those kind of things sort of like inspire me. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna say that I really 
at this point in my life, um, don't have no one that's inspiring me. I think who inspires me is like the person who I was yesterday. What did I accomplish? What am I like, like striving for? And that's who, like, every time I look in the mirror, it's like, I feel like I'm becoming better, like a better person, a better individual. So no one really inspires me. I could probably just say people who I like, which is like Elon Musk, which is kind of like the usual, you know, people like, yeah, you know, like Elon But it's like Elon Musk. Uh, I could just say him. I'm blanking on other names, but like, let's just say him. So what makes you keep going then? Just, uh, I don't know, I want to be like, just a name that the next generation or the several next generation can thank it. It doesn't have to be like monuments is built after me and shit. Like, it doesn't have to be like my name is on a building in some college university. It just means that like I built something, whether it could be an open source software that like people could, developers could be like, damn, this really like, helped us. Like, you know, like, with so much commercialization of the world. So it goes back to like when I think we said like, sometimes it's good to just build products for people. Like, don't worry about charging them. Sometimes it's good to just build something. So besides like having my kids like and having them be like my legacy, you could say, I wanna also just have something out in the world yeah, he built that, like, it's like you being written in history books for Africa, like, it's like something that's bigger than you. Yeah, so everlasting is like, people would thank you for, like, this. don't have to be monetary, you know, it's like, sure something. Can't tell you what that is, but I hope it's something really big. That's keeping me going. <laughs> that's good. Um, I would say what keeps me going is, I think is. Is having that that ambition and that sort of I don't know. I feel like I have this sort of like view of like where I want to be in life, and I think until I achieve that, I'm not gonna be like content in a way. But I think that's not some some people might say it's not a good mindset to have because like once you get to that place, where else do you go next? But I think like for me at least for now is like. It's important for me to have that mindset because I feel like if I don't have that mindset, I might be a little bit too lazy. comfortable and lazy and like just try to settle for like the basic things. But I think just having that like grandiose idea of like where I want to be. And I think like even that grandiose idea in itself is not really selfish. It's like I want to do something that's not about just me, it's about like, affecting other people. So I think just having that idea always like consistently like keep pushing me. And I think like just like family also is like very important to like why I'm doing some of the things that I do. So like, you know, being able to be financially stable or financially in a place where I don't have to worry about like providing for people that I care about. I think that's very important to me. It's like, I just want to be in a place where like my mom want to go somewhere and she want to buy something. It's like, I don't got to stress myself. I don't got to think about it. Like, all right, what does she want? My sister come, all right, what does she want? And you get what I mean? I don't really like think about it. I think that's something that really like <clears throat> keeps me going. Yeah, that is also something I, I like that you said that like family and a legacy too. Like like you said, I want to leave a legacy that's truly bigger than mine. 
Um, I think it was like when Julius Caesar, this is like a story that I was reading, it was like a podcast that I listened to. Julius Caesar um, looked at a statue of, what's his name? Um, not Napoleon. No, I Oh, was that Alexander the Real? One of the emperors looked at, um, what's his name? Like an emperor before? Yeah, uh, I'm going blank. But like, was it? Constantine? Was it Constantine? I think it was Constantine. So Constantine was one of like the youngest um, emperors that basically like dominated and like took over a lot of like the world. Mm-hmm. I think at the age of like 19, like he was like, he conquered so much. And then when Julius Caesar or Alexander the Great, don't quote me on that, he looked at his statue, he started crying. Cause like he was so amazed by how much things that he accomplished at such a young age. And I think he was around 30 that time, and he was so amazed by the things that uh, Constantine was Constantine was able to accomplish at such a young age. And I think having that sort of legacy that you leave behind inspires the ones that come after you. So me leaving some great legacy, I want to be able to inspire people who look like me, uh, inspire the people who come after me, like my kids, and like be like, oh, my father did this, you know, just like. Push them to do great things, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I like that, I like that. And if, like, I was going somewhere with him, but yeah, like, I think just having that, and like, let me just preface it by saying this, like, if you're like a, you're a listener out there, like, you know, you should not feel like. No, it was Charlemagne. Charlemagne. <laughs> not the not the um not the radio guy obviously. It's Charlemagne the car. Nah. Not Charlemagne the <laughs> Nah Charlemagne. I never that that name sounds familiar but I honestly don't know like ancient history. So he was a, a Roman emperor. So it was Charlemagne that he looked at. Mm-hmm. He's one like he was one of the youngest um person person to conquer in history. In history, yeah. But yeah, I want to like say like don't be like shameful. If money like inspires you and like building wealth inspires you, then have that be an inspiration. Don't feel like you need to be just like, oh no, I'm not doing it for the money. Like, yeah, we all trying to stick in. I think it's okay. Yeah, I think that should be. I think like if you were in a financial situation where you're just thinking about money, I think that should be the most important thing. Like trying to get yourself out of it. But I think it becomes, you need to, I, I swear, at a certain point, you need to figure something out that's bigger than just money. Because yeah. I think once you get the money, then what else? You get what I mean? You need to find something that's bigger than just money. It's like you said in the last episode, I believe. You said just, you shouldn't really be building if you're not stable. Because you're going to be chasing money. So you want to actually just be stable. Have a good job. You can hold up and have discretionary income. Like a little bit of income you could put towards what you really want to do. Yeah. Because like you don't want to just be like struggling and then you're like trying to just chase the money and then it's like you're not building something a valuable product because you're so concerned with money you know have something that where yeah if you want to build wealth you're like you still should have something a stable income you don't want to be out here just ruining yourself running up credit trying to build something because you think i don't know what you think it's not gonna work. Just be stable mentally, emotionally. 
but to wrap it up with brainstorming ideas, I think we covered a lot, but I think let's just try to like bring it down to a little bit of like something that could be more digestible to people. Mm -hmm. I think for me is, you know, just having some having um, a purpose in terms of like what you want to build. So and also like having being able to expose yourself to different things that allows you to become much more informed and at the same time I like to see things and observe things in a different manner than most people. Um, what else you got? So I'll say to um, decompress and have a stable mindset and um, just be open to new experiences. New experiences is gonna help you to actually different things that you have throughout your life things that you might want in the future yeah you know it's funny like i get some of my greatest thoughts like in the shower yeah. <laughs> in the shower i just get like some i don't know what it is about the shower it's like i don't know if it like removes you from the world and disconnect i'm like i'm getting some crazy fire ideas from the shower i don't know Ralph what it is about the shower or said he made that song in the shower yeah i don't know what it is about the shower i think it's like you like you so you relaxed and you just in like your own personal space like you nice just hot yeah it's like I don't know what it is about it it's feels it just creates all the kind of like yeah like, so like you know I don't really honestly I don't even want to know the science too I just want to I yeah, just want to go to the shower and think and then sometimes too is like I don't know if this happens to you but like for me it's like sometimes I just wake up in the middle of the night and just be having a whole bunch of different ideas mm. not. That's how I mentioned sure this came about. So it was like <laughs> I was sleeping, and it was just like boom. I just woke up, and I had like five different ideas. I don't know why it really happened, but that's what happens to me all the time. So you never know when an idea might come. So just write it down. Write it down. Like that's the biggest thing is like don't try to like uh, dismiss anything that you have in your head. The smallest thing could be the greatest thing. But just write it down. You just write it down and just come back to it. Come back to it. Yeah. There was somebody. Um, I forgot his name exactly, but he said that any sort of idea that he had in his head, he just automatically write it down. And then he takes one specific day when he look at those ideas and then go in depth into those ideas and just let, get that shit out of his out of his head. Because a lot of times we have a whole bunch of like overload of ideas in our head. Yeah. And it doesn't allow you to like clearly think. So he said he take like one specific day and look at those ideas, identify like one or three ideas that he like, and just go crazy on those ideas and talk about it. The marketing he's gonna do for it, the product, how he's gonna go about uh, promoting it, all those kind of aspects about the idea. He just write it down that whole day, and then if he truly likes the idea, he picks one and then continue on that idea. Or if he doesn't really find any sort of idea that's really good, he just leaves it there, and then later on, maybe a year later, he come back and look at the idea and see like how the things that he learned over the over that time spent, how can he like improve the idea. So I think that's one way about going into. Yeah, uh, definitely. You don't like, it's like you said, you just don't know when it'll come. So, but take notice of it. But that's about it for today's episode, guys. Appreciate you guys. Peace.